You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Episode number 88. Hey, today I have wedding photographer Emily Majors here chatting to me about client experience and in specific client experience and the experiences where you least expect it. Because a lot of the times we think about client experience, we think about a system, a proven system that we can do over and over again. And today, myself and Emily want to break that myth and we want to talk about business in 2021 and what it means for your clients and for the experience that you create. Now, I'm a big believer that people are all different and I don't think one size fits all. And I don't think everybody needs to go into your box that you make. And I do believe the more that we customize an experience, the more that we listen to our clients, the more that we create and develop an experience around them and their wedding. Because you know what? Wedding photographers always say that people's weddings are totally different. So they're going to be shooting it differently, you know, special to them. But when it comes to client experience, for some reason, it's the same experience for everybody. And so I want to change your mindset around what you think client experience is and how far and beyond you can go with client experience. Now, I want to say a bit of a disclaimer. One of the reasons why my business blew up so big you know, years ago when I first started, it was because I noticed that not many wedding photographers thought about the client experience. And for me, it's one of the most important things in business to treat the people how they want to be treated and to create an experience that people will talk about. So it helps me get so many more referrals. Now, it's the same as my six-figure business math or DJ photo booth business or my no-skin clothing brand or anything like that. I'm always thinking about how I can elevate that brand, elevate that experience. And, you know, you put more time into the people that actually show up and love what you do and they're going to bring their friends. And that's really what it's all about. So it's so, so important. Plus, if anyone listening is like me, I value experience above all else. I absolutely love it. Before we get started, before we dive in, I want to remind you that the Six Figure Business Map for wedding photographers and videographers is just about to open up for enrollment. So I want you to be a part of it. Hey, even if you're thinking you don't want to be a part of it this time, that's okay. Head over to my website at jialong.co and we're going to put up a free workshop on launch day and you can get amongst that and it's always a good time and I just think you need to you need to be there, you need to be a part of it. There's always thousands of wedding photographers that show up and the chat box blows up and it's a lot of fun and we get vulnerable and we share and there's a lot that happens. So if it's not on my website yet, just join the wait list. You'll see that on the website right there. But look, business in 2021 is totally changed and 2022 is completely changed and what got you here to where you are now is not going to get you where you want to be and why not do it with a supportive group of people with proven strategies that you know is going to skyrocket your business. And that's what it's all about. You know, when I join a course or if I get a business coach or something, I'm not trying to get every single little thing so I can blow up my business. All I need is one little thing. Think about it like this. If you just book one more wedding per month, that's all it takes for you to get an extra six figures. That's what it would for me anyway. So with that kind of logic, I want you to be thinking deep What are you leaving on the table? What is the opportunity cost for you not to bridge that knowledge gap? And how much should you be joining a supportive community? So head over to jialong.co. Doors open only for one week. And I want you to get in there, get all the extra bonuses, join the six-figure business map, become part of my community so I can help you level up your business. 
Hey, I have Emily here and um, I'm just at the studio still. I'm at the studio. If you're watching on YouTube, you can probably see that I'm in a really nice space, but we're recording some content for the Six Figure Business Map and I'm going in between um, doing some podcast interviews with some people that I admire and doing amazing things in the industry. And today I've got Emily all the way from Los Angeles through the interwebs and um, she's going to chat to us about her business, how she's made her break and the importance of client experience. So, hey, Emily, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I love this podcast and love everything you're doing and it is an honor to be here. I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for so long, so it's finally worked out and um, I'm so happy that you're here and I know my audience is going to love everything that you bring as well. Yay. I hope so. I love it. Community is so important to me. I feel like it is the number one thing in my business, whether that's my like through clients or through just the education side of things. I just thrive. I thrive in community. I like to tell people I'm an extroverted extrovert, which is so funny. And I think I made it up because there's like, Oh, I'm extroverted introvert or like vice versa. But I'm like, no, I'm just the full package of extrovert. So I love it. I love community and just being here and all that is amazing. I love that. And I see that in your presence everywhere, like whether it's, you know, it's on Clubhouse or Instagram and everywhere that you're showing up, I'm always like, man, she brings some energy. And and I'm always attracted to like positive energy and um, and people that are doing really cool things. So I guess that's why I've like gravitated towards your content and um, what you're doing. Amazing. So glad. Hey, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, how you made your break, how you got to where you are and maybe even who you are right now and um, any projects you're working on and everything else? Yeah, absolutely. Man, you think I'd have this down by now, this like elevator pitch, but I'm... (laughs) Totally. Give it to me. Give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm Emily Majors of Emily... Well, actually, I'm Emily Shoulder now that I'm married, but Emily Majors Photography is my business and my child that I love so dearly. I live in Los Angeles with my husband. We just got married in October of 2019. And we have a cute little mini golden doodle who is a terror and perfection all in one. So he keeps us busy. But yeah, living in LA, I shoot weddings and elopements. And I also educate other creative business owners on the side. Well, I guess it's not really on the side. It's in, in correlation with my business, but yeah, how I got started. This is, this is a crazy story. It really just is. It's crazy. So I was an astrophysics major in college, which is so funny. And people are like, wait, what? And going through college, I got to my junior year of college and I was like, you know what? I'm really like humbly speaking. I'm like, I'm good at this, but I'm not really passionate about it anymore. And I really want to be passionate about it. So I either need to like, I need a new change of heart or I need a new path. So I really just felt like I was supposed to do photography. It was the craziest thing. I had only ever taken a photography course in high school as an elective. And it was pretty much like put your face in a tree in Photoshop. Like that's what we were learning or like how to make a magazine cover. It was not anything to do with the type of shooting that I'm doing today, but I really enjoyed it. It was like a fun, it was an easy A and it was a fun class in high school. And I actually ended up getting like a um, crop sensor camera that I would like photograph my sister around the house or outside. And I'd take it on trips with us. And I remember taking it to Europe when we went to Europe for the first time as a family. And I just, I took the worst pictures. Like I can't wait to go back with my camera and like really (laughs) take some great photos now. But anyway, Fast forward, um, that was the only photography experience that I had. And then in college, I really just, yeah, wanted a change. So 
I felt like photography was something that I was supposed to be doing. It felt like a calling that I was supposed to lean into. And I actually left school mid-semester my junior year of college to pursue photography full-time, really not knowing, like blindly. I didn't know a thing. I pretty much left kicking and screaming too. I was like, this isn't a good idea. Like you need a degree to have money and worth and like a job and what am I doing? And I just- It's funny how we always believe that, don't we? And then we change the game. We totally do. And and it's a, a leap of faith. It totally is. And it's a, it's terrifying and it's bold and it's like crazy all in one. And can I ask you, have you ever regretted going out on your own and going full time and going after your dreams? No, no. Now every year I'm like, <laughs> we're good, right? Like I'm going to be provided for this year. <laughs> like Every year it's just like stepping out in like bold faith of like, okay, I, I still know how to, I still am doing this. It's good. I like didn't make any wrong decisions, but no, I love it so much. I love asking that question because there's so many listeners right now that are like, oh, I don't know if I'm if I quit my job if it's the right choice. And there's not one person I've ever asked if they made the wrong choice. Like, not one person's ever said yes. I wish I just kept it to the safe job. I've never heard yeah. someone say that. I honestly think about the and I'm a hard worker all around, but I think that like if I would have stayed in something that was like, yeah, I was good at it, but I had no heart and passion behind it, that it would have just been the most like mundane life. I don't know. I feel mm. like photography keeps me on my toes. It always, I mean, from the start, it was this adrenaline rush of like, I have to survive. I have to like make this happen for myself and I'm going to hustle to do it. And I'm going to serve people well. And I'm going to put myself out there. And I left school and I basically emailed everybody in my small town of suburbia. I call it like a little soccer mom town because (laughs) (laughs) moms in yoga pants going to Trader Joe's and taking their kids to soccer. Um, And I, I emailed every photographer that I could find in that in my city. And I was like, tell me everything, you know, like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Tell me everything. And I laugh now thinking about thinking about that conversation. Cause if I were to get that email right now, I'm like, (laughs) I don't have time to sit here and say every little thing. Like I would love to give you some nuggets, but here I am asking <laughs> everything. And I just, I don't know. I stepped out and like, I need help. And it's an emergency because I'm not <laughs> in school anymore. I actually was working other jobs just like around town. I had worked at the gym and like a few other places, but anyway, nobody answered me, which is fine. I understand <laughs> except one person his name was Preston Richardson. And he was just such a gift to my career where I am. And he answered me with this like essay of like all these things and these tips and tricks and just beginner things that I could like get into. And then at the very end of it, he asked, do you want a second shoot a wedding with me? And I was like, LOL. No, (laughs) that sounds terrifying. I was so terrified at the time. I was like, maybe I'm supposed to do like headshots. I don't know what kind of photography I'm supposed to do yet, but weddings seemed like a big deal. So I left out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it all. So I did. And I just remember that day. I think one of the very first photos on my Instagram, if anybody took the time to scroll to the very bottom, is my first wedding I ever shot. And it's a picture of me and Preston. I'm going to go find that later. (laughs) Yes, go ahead. Like it. Bring it to the Explore page. Um, (laughs) It's going to be trending in no time. Yeah. (laughs) It was so much fun. And I felt so alive. And I was like, this is it. This seems terrifying and scary, but this is it. So from then on, I second shot with him and a few other photographers in the area for about two years and then took on my own my own weddings from there. And it's amazing. It's crazy. 
Beautiful. It really sounds like, you know, because I, I love asking people, how do they make their break? But you actually did the uncomfortable thing and you made your own break. You went, went out there and got those opportunities. And I know so many people, even to this day, they wouldn't email people or they wouldn't do all that. Like, obviously, it's a bit easier today because there's actual mentors and there's business coaches, which I know when I first started, there wasn't anything like that. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, but like going out and actually like being uncomfortable and doing those emails and stuff, like it, it's really the game changer, isn't it? Like being proactive yep. about creating those opportunities. Yeah. And I think like it, my whole life motto, I think, is being comfortably uncomfortable in a lot mm-hmm. of like growing periods. I know that it's not going to come easy and it's not going to come quickly, but like to really dive in and put your heart into it. And again, going back to like, I was really good at school. I was good at like science stuff and all that, which is funny because now I feel like what is two plus two? Like I'm just such a creative <laughs> brain now that this, the, the other part of me is like, that's weird. But just like to anybody, yeah, that is like struggling or thinking about what the heck, like maybe that sounds terrifying or maybe next year or maybe like once I graduate, because that was something that I thought I was like, when I graduate, I have one more year of college, then I'll do it. And I love, like, looking back now, I love we that. We love I left making up kids. excuses, don't we? Yes, we're good at those. And <laughs> we're so good at those. It. Like, <laughs> I get it. It's a comfort zone. It's, it's this place we like to feel confined and cozy and all that. But yeah, Absolutely. taking the leap is such a thrill and so like amazing to see what you're capable of, I guess. And yeah. Mm. Well, just thinking like um, us, us talking right now, like because you just talked about you, you making your break and then I, and mine's story is like very similar, you know, like going out and shooting for free and contacting anyone. And then like we still haven't stopped hustling though. Like I'm talking to you right now. I'm not sitting at home on my couch or anything. But it's funny how like once you get the momentum, like that first email that you sent out, it led on to all the things in between this podcast episode where you are right now in your career, but the momentum that you've been able to ride or like, you know, if you're in a car, it's like you, you didn't hit the brakes, you've been able to keep going and keep going. It's just incredible and so important to keep going with that momentum. Yes, I love that so much. And I think that it propels us forward constantly. Like I think about that and how I had my break and that like even the interaction with Preston has still to this day been like such uh, why I have such a heart for the community of like education in our community as well. Like of photographers. I love educating other people because I I've been there. I know, I know like what it takes, what, what it feels like. Like I literally empathize with people and like just starting out and feeling so overwhelmed of like, Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff. How do I, what do I, what do I do? How do I do it? Like, and that can make people freak out and want to give up too. So I've, I've been there too, where I'm just like, this is too much. I made a mistake, you know, in the beginning. But then I was like, no, I can do this. And I did it and I'm doing it. And I don't, I don't think that I've ever arrived. I, I will never have like a mindset of I've arrived because I'm constantly evolving and growing and learning. And I want that to always be the posture of my heart is to be continuing to grow and learn. And it's so important. Yeah. I mean, everyone's always like, Jai, when's enough is enough? And like, when are you going to stop? And why haven't you retired? And why don't you just like, you know, stop doing stuff? And people do like, you know, you get it, but people don't get it. It's like, it's not about, I'm not going anywhere. Like, it's about me, like on this journey of just like, hey, let's see what we can do next. Let's see how fun and creative we can make our lives and, and like how much we can push ourselves. So like, for sure, like I would love to sit home at home, you know, and watch Netflix today, but it's just not my life because that's not what drives me. And no matter how much I try and resist me pushing forward, I'm like, nah, I got to get back up. I got to go do these things. I got to get back on that momentum. And I love it. I absolutely love this creative industry. And I, that shows, it totally shows everything you put your heart into and what you're doing over there. It shows through, I mean, 
I, I see it. I feel that energy like from you on everything that you create. And I love that. We need that. And that's another thing is like just encouraging so many other creatives to bring what they have to the table to make this like, I don't know. It's just like everybody is unique and has like art is unique and like subjective and all that. And there's so much to bring to the table and there's room at the table for all of us. And I just love that, that, you know, encouraging other people to keep going and keep like bringing their ideas and their momentum. So we need you. Don't ever stop. Don't watch Netflix. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Please don't go home. Yeah, don't go home. Don't go home. So today, uh, we want to talk about client experience and I love client experience. And um, I'd love to hear like how you came to the conclusion of like, it's an important part of your business. And um, I'd love to even share like how I came about thinking, like how I always think about client experience as well, because it's one of those things, you know, I don't think enough people think about it. And I think there's an opportunity there to be really creative and to, to be really proud of our businesses and create that experience. So yeah, how, how did you come about thinking like, I'm going to put some effort into client experience. That's what's important to me and my business. Yeah, that's a really good question. And oh, I love client experience because client experience to me is my entire business. It's everything. It's not a one size fits all for everyone though. Like, and that's something that I think is really important. Okay. I, I love that you've said this. I just want to say that. I love that you said that because that's that's what I think as well. So I love this already. Yes, I'm already on the same amazing. page. <laughs> Yay. It is. It's so unique. It's so unique. And, and it's what, again, going back to like what we each can bring to the table. And for me, client experience, it started with that. I mean, my dad growing up has always taught my sister and I to know how to communicate with people and how important like communication and like relationship with people is, especially in a digital age, like it's gone out the window in some ways, but like to always know how to just like, yeah, communicate with people. It's so important. So for me being an extrovert and knowing the value of communication, I was like, I want to make these people feel seen and like heard. And I want to tell really good stories. And how am I going to do that? I have to get to know people. I have to like make this an experience where people can feel comfortable. And I think too, knowing that I've I get it. I tell all my clients being in front of the camera is like, it's intimidating and vulnerable. And I don't think every, I I believe even models hate it. Like, I don't think that it's like a natural thing to just be so amazingly confident and love every photo. So I know that going into it. I'm like, these people have never done this before. Most likely, maybe they have, but how can I make this something that they can like feel comfortable so that it's not just a, checkbox that they check off their list when they're getting married. Like, Oh, engagement photos have to happen for this save the date check. It's like, no, I forget to save the date. Even like this has to happen because you guys are getting married and this season is important. And let's like document that and like really feel like, you know, we can, we can, I can bring out your connection. So client experience to me is just like being able to relate to other humans, bringing back the human connection that is so important to me and being able to like make people come alive in this special, special season that doesn't have to be this like business transaction, like pay me, sign a contract, yes, yes, I'll take yes. some photos, bye. You know, like, it's like, no, I want to be your friend. I want to be immersed into this like season of your life and your story. And I want to know your family. And like, oh, it sounds really like intense when I'm saying it out loud, but it is, it is necessary to tell good stories. I want to rip into this because I, I'm yeah. I, like, I'm a big believer in, and this is getting me fired up. I absolutely love it. But, and I've been talking about this so much lately as well. Like if you heard me on clubhouse or anywhere, and yeah. I actually did a little Instagram video this week on this, but 
I believe like with client experience, like so many of us are trying to automate our businesses and we're trying to go more down the corporate route. And then we always say like, don't mix business with pleasure and don't do business with friends and all this kind of stuff. And I'm the complete opposite to everyone because I'm like, you don't need a system because people are different and all you need to do is change your business. So it's not in the wedding photography business. It's not in the photography or the wedding business. It's in the people business. And when you show up like that, you change the game because now it's not a client experience as in what system are you using? It's like, how are you tailoring it to each person? Because each person is completely different. Like that person doesn't like engagement shoots. doesn't mean your experience has to have engagement shoots because it doesn't yeah. fit that person. And I believe that. And I believe like even, and when you say like client experience is like your whole business. When I talked about sales the other day, I was talking about sales is like, that's part of the client experience, right? Like you have someone like come into your shop and I have an example. It's like going to buy this shirt. I went across town. I went and bought this shirt. I love it. I researched it, did all this Great stuff. Shirt. And then when I went to go buy the shirt, if, if I go to the counter or if I'm standing at the door and they don't take my credit card because they don't want to sell me and, and they don't like offer me something with it or something, then I'm awkward as a client standing there next to the door, not knowing what to do. And so no matter how much I love the shirt, my client experience is absolutely lowered. And we don't think about these things with our business because we think client experience is about sending out flowers, but then it's like, well, mm. also like, you know, with the sale, like, did you make it easy for them? So they weren't uncomfortable? Was the, like, it's yeah. every aspect of your business about the person, about people, about the client experience, or is it just the system of client experience? So yeah, I just want to rip into that because I love it. I love that. You can totally tell when someone's just trying to check boxes off and from the, from the professional mm. side too, where it's like, Oh, I should do this. I should send this because other people are, or maybe it sounds great. And it's like, no, where's your heart into it? Like it doesn't have to be this cookie cutter thing. And I think that there are so many, many experiences inside a whole client experience. So like, yes, yeah. you're, you've booked a client and that's a whole experience you're going to give them. But maybe that engagement session alone is a mini experience. And the way you talk to them on like your FaceTime is a mini experience. Like there's so many within it. And I think that it is so important to really lean into that. And I heard once when you made that comment about like, well, if they're not really giving you this experience, it kind of like lowers your like feel towards them. And I heard this, that this one photographer said that his friend told him about an experience that he had with another photographer and said, his work is insane. I love every single photo. I would never recommend him to anybody because of the experience that I had with him. And I was like, what? Like you can have the most amazing craft and amazing talent and amazing images or amazing product or service or whatever. But if the way you can interact with people is completely gone, then you, it's nothing. It's nothing. And I think that being able yeah. to con like relate with people and you know, like I said, bring back the, that human connection. It's just like such a beautiful thing. And I always like to say here too, like a shout out to all the introverts, because I know as an extrovert, people are like, Oh, that must <laughs> be so easy for you. And I'm like, no, no, no. Introverts, you guys have so much to bring to the table too. And it's going to look different. And that's what I love. It's going to look different than my experience. Mm -hmm. You're going to bring what feels comfortable to you. And like for a tangible example, some of my client gifts that I do send to my clients because I love gift giving is so personal. It's not like, oh, I'll send one of those like giftable boxes that just, you know, drop ship to their house, which is fine if you do that. But to me, I put a few things together where I have like a handbook that I've like made with a whole bunch of information and details to help set them up for their day. I have little dried florals in a pretty vase that I send them because those are all around my house. Like stuff that is so personal to me and like a handwritten note. Like I try to think outside the box of like, what do I love and what can I like infuse into that? What do they love? Like I pay attention to those things and I questionnaires, all that stuff. It's important to just attention be like... Attention to detail. That, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah.
Yep. Really? Oh, like attention to so detail. I love it. I'm so glad you're as excited about this as I am because it's so important. <laughs> it isn't talked about as much. It totally isn't. Yeah, it's it's so important. Like I think for me, it's what like I realized it from the very get go because this is what my concept of business is. Business is like common sense. It's just not very common to everyone yet. So what I'm trying to do is create common sense, you know, like stuff that is common sense. And so the way that I run business, like successful businesses is not about like business plans and stuff. It's literally about like, what is the experience that I had with that cafe? How did that make me feel? And then if it's something amazing, I'm like, how could I use that in my business? I remember one of the first things that I did when I first started and uh, you know, I was just like at this new studio and, and it was like a, all a big deal. And uh, I went down to this local cafe and I'd go down there all the time and they'd always remember my name. And I, and I always just loved how much they remember my name. And then one day mm. I went in there and the guy like gave me his coffee. And then as I was walking out the door, he called me back and he froed me a muffin and he's like, free muffin on the house today. And I was like, thank you, man. And I walked back into the into my studio and I told the 20 people I shared my studio with. And that lunchtime, everyone went there because how nice they were. And then something clicked to me. And I was like, that muffin, that $4 was the best marketing that they ever did. And it made me feel amazing. And I was like, how can I integrate that into my business. And then from that moment, I think about that all the time. How can I make people feel amazing? And then as a result, like it heightens the experience and it's going to get me more work. It's going to allow me to be so much more successful and so much more talked about and stuff. So that was like my, like my epiphany moment, I guess. The muffin method. I'm going to use that. The muffin method. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It's so great. And I think it's so amazing. Like I really do think that there's so that we can tailor these experiences to who we are to bring out the most natural thing in us to then like we are, I always say this, you are your business. So wear that proudly and showcase who you are to attract the type of people that you're going to connect with and then listen and like be there for them to like then make them feel more comfortable. And I think vulnerability is power. And I'm not saying you have to go and like tell your life story to people or like get super deep with your clients to understand them. but opening up those avenues to, to make them feel like they can share too, you know, like meeting them where they're at and like Mm. feeling that. Another thing that I love to integrate into my client experience or just how I work with couples is the only class that I feel like I took away from college is my nonverbal communications class. And it's so funny because it was like, it was another like GE class that I had to take. It was communications and nonverbal communication is like, has so much power to it. And if you can ever like learn little things about nonverbal communication, I highly recommend just as being a human, but finding signs of people being uncomfortable, people being anxious, bored, like tired. Like there's so many different like little gestures that people do. And I think to me to, again, I, I, I took a class in that, but like, I, I still use that today of like during my sessions, I, I know when to switch things up. I know when to like take a second or a break or something is because I'm letting, I'm like reading people, listening to them and creating that environment where they can feel their best. And I think we can integrate that into every little detail where like asking them where they feel like the most alive for an engagement session or something. When you're talking about locations, it's not like your favorite place. And I think as photographers, we get really stuck in like the me, me, me mindset of like, what can I, I want to shoot here because it's going to look epic or whatever. And we're missing the story. We're missing the story of like what our clients are trying to like tell us. And I always say their story is right in front of us. We just have to bring it out in them, whether that's like facilitating conversation, making sure that we're listening to their likes and dislikes as in, and I ask, always ask them where they feel alive. And then I'm like, if you hate sand on your feet or not going to the beach, like I don't want you to feel even more uncomfortable than you probably already do for getting totally. your photo taken. 
and like really, I don't know, just making it about them to so many ways where like, there was another time that I'll never forget. I was in the middle of a shoot and it was when I was trying to, I'll be completely honest. I was trying to gain content for myself. And I was like, Oh, I think this would look so amazing. And she, he like picked her up and spun her around and all this stuff. And I, I said like, okay, go ahead and pick her up. And she looked at me and she's like, I actually really hate being picked up. And that was such an eye opening moment for me that I like, Oh, that was like a muffin moment for me in my business of like, I want totally. to make sure that I'm never forcing people to do things that they don't want to do that aren't true to them. So that when they look at these photos that I take, they're like, wow, those are so us rather than like, what the heck were we doing? Like we've, he's never picked me up in our whole relationship. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's this is not a true representation. Like this client experience, like what you're talking about is like you're kind of putting it into everything. And I would love to actually dig into some some things that people wouldn't even suspect being a client experience. So here's one that I can think of the top of my head, like pricing, right, is a client experience and the packages that you have. Because when we're talking about it's like keeping everything the same for everybody, I know there's people out there listening now that maybe they're a wedding photographer and they've got one package. And then if the person doesn't fit in their box and, and want that one package, then they just don't book them. And mm-hmm. they don't lower their prices. They don't give discounts. They don't change anything. And, um, and that's just it, which is totally fine, but different to how I do things. Because a client experience to me, when someone comes to my, pa- like my packages and stuff, yeah, sure. I don't discount, but I do change things up if I need to. I recommend things. I give more options. So there's more packages, which means I'm empowering them with choice. I allow them to shop. So I give them extras so they can purchase extra hours. They can get albums. They can do those type of things. And it's more of an experience, which changes the game opposed to me saying what I want to, hey, let's build what you want because I know that your wedding is completely different to every other wedding that I've ever shot. And I know things that you value is different to what everybody else values. So let's make sure that we're on the same page on that one. So what do you think about pricing? And what do you think about like, yeah, having client experience in some of the unforeseen places? Yes, that's good. Pricing 100%. That makes sense to me. And being an experience of how you lay that out, what kind of information you're providing and being the expert. I think that's very important to be like, not like, what do you need? Okay, whatever you want, I'll also come to you. It's like, no, I, this is, I'm a professional, I'm an expert and I've done this for years and I'm going to show up and I'm going to serve you well with options, with information overload, with like all that stuff. And like, this is, these are your options and I'll tell you why they're all amazing or what you need. And I'm the same with you when it comes to pricing. I don't, I don't make things less expensive. I move things around. I'm like, this is the price, but if you don't need an engagement session, sure, we can add an hour of coverage. Or like, so like I move things around because like I know my value. Make it work. And I know, mm-hmm. yeah, I know the value that the, and it's called an investment for a reason. I know that and I want them to know that. And I think sometimes it just takes some education and by ed- informing and educating our clients. To me, something that maybe not, might not be seen as like a client experience is your, everything leading up to them emailing you. So your website, your interaction on social media, like that is a client experience without even experience or like interacting with a client because it's setting yourself up for that experience of like telling them your core values, telling them your why, telling them um, what you aren't for, what you are for, what you aren't for. Like I, you know, I, I don't do the traditional thing. I'm more of this type of tarp, whatever it is that you are wanting to attract, make sure you're exemplifying that and showing who you are to your core and being the expert in that. And that's going to bring in those people to have a seamless client experience because they're already like whatever she's got or whatever she's, he or she is putting out. I want 
some of that. So like, I think that your, I love it. your website and, and thinking about a client experience, I think of like tabs on a website of like, where you just like home about like co- investment, blah, 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 all the way to the contact form. Like that is an experience. They should want to move through each of those sections on your website before they hit contact. And then contact should be like 100%. Where do I sign? Like, I know love that's not it. always the case, but that's important. Yeah, no, 100%. I want to drop a little bit of fire on this right now as well, because one thing that I actually just did a new video for the for the six-figure business map, and it's about this on-client experience and on this on sales and everything. And what you're saying right now, and I see people don't do this. And so if you're at home listening, I want you to write this down, set expectations. So if you're on your website and things like that, and someone sends you an inquiry, then they're like, are they going to get back to me in like one hour or five hours or two days or next week? Or should I go find another photographer? Like, what am I supposed to do now? If you don't set expectations of what you require of them, and I do this all the time. I even do this when people sign up to my business map. I literally say like in my webinar, it's like, hey guys, so the next thing is you need to click on that big button. And once you do that, you need to input your information and then your credit card. And once you do that, you need to go to your email and you're going to get the password. Once you do that, I'm going to welcome you into the community. And that way, like the client experience is like, I've guided you and helped you and I didn't give you more problems than you need to get the thing done. So if you want someone on your website to send you an inquiry, don't say get in touch because it doesn't evoke any kind of emotion. doesn't make me think anything except like send an inquiry and it might just go off into the abyss. I don't know if it comes back. Like actually set the expectations. Like send me an inquiry and we can have a Zoom meeting or we can go for a wine. I'll be in touch with you within five hours. Otherwise, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like let's do this and then have you call to action. So that was just like, I think a lot of people listening right now would love that. Yes. And it, I think we, I, we feel like we don't want to be too pushy sometimes, or is that too forward? Or we want to book it so bad or something that we're like, whatever you need. Like we start, like we start lowering our ourselves to whatever the client wants. And I think that that I is such, it, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a shame because I'm like, no. And it, it's not about like being above one or the other. It's not, it has nothing to do with that. It just is about like you believing in yourself and your work and your like having confidence in what you have to bring and that people need that. And you're telling them that they need that because you believe in it, not because you just want their money or whatever, but you're actually going to show up and like produce what you charge. Like that's what, that's something that I think is really important too, is just being confident in, in what you have to, to offer and that people need that and that I you need to tell them that they need it. <laughs> well, you're talking about like um, educating on, on pricing and I was just talking about this with a limiting place on pricing and, and I can see that you think in the same kind of thing. Like a lot of times we think like my client is not booking me because of price because I'm too expensive, right? And I can actually break that limiting belief because I know it's not about pricing. It's about them being scared of making the wrong decision because they made the wrong decision in the past or their friends did or like there's something else going on. But I've tried this a few different times. And look, if someone says like it's out of our budget and it's not for us, a lot of the times it's something else. They don't see the value in what you're giving them. So what I've done in the past is actually gone, oh, okay, so if that's out of your budget, I know it's $5,000 and this is not what you want. Look, I've got a package for you and it's $9,000. Now bear with me, check this out. And I can actually sell a $9,000 package to someone that didn't see value in the $5,000 package because I wasn't selling them what they actually wanted. So of course they didn't want it. But the second that I added in a videographer and the things that they were actually looking for and they value, of course they had the money. It's just they didn't value the thing before. So again, just with the client experience and you talking about educating with um, pricing, it's just mind blowing this kind of stuff. My mind, that's literally the words I was just about to say, like mind blowing (laughs) that that we can do that. That is so crazy to have like, 
oh, oh, I'm sorry, you, you can't afford that one. Then you must want my higher package. And this is why. And then they're like, you're right. And I think money mindset. I, I do this all the time. Stuff. I do this all the time. I always, if they can't afford me, I show them bigger packages and, and they always buy the bigger packages. It was a different oh. problem. <laughs> that is amazing. And that is going into like the inside and like intellect of like what people are actually thinking. It's not, you're right. You nailed it. It's not about the money. It's about the experience or the um, offer. And I, oh man, I've had that so many times where people will be like, so I'm very clear on my website about like what, like starting prices, everything's there for them to know so that they should not inquire with me with questions because their questions should be answered before that in a way. Um, of course they have some questions, but you know what I mean? And one of those is my starting prices. And then when I get an inquiry with a price that is lower than that, which even in the contact form, it says like, what's your photography budget? See starting prices above. (laughs) And they still put something that is less than what the starting price is, is always comical to me. But then I think to myself, okay, this is a fear. Maybe this is fear. And I get it. Weddings are so expensive, but I call them an investment for a reason. And then in my emails, I explain that to them. I'm like, you listed your budget as this. My packages start at this and go up and I can tell you why and what is included in those and why they're priced that way. And I don't sit there and break it down like three hours of my time equals this dollar sign. Like I'm not doing that by any means, but it's about like educating them that weddings are expensive. This is an investment. This is the only thing you're going to take away from this day besides like your memories, of course, and <laughs> maybe some dried flowers. I don't know. But just the fact that... <laughs> A bit of old that, cake. <laughs> yeah. You know, which by the way, side note, but Narav shot your wedding, right? I did. Yep. He shot my wedding too. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. It was just making me think about wedding photography. And then I was like, oh, we have... Look, I've been trying to get him on the podcast forever and he never wants to get on my podcast and it kills me. Like, what is wrong with him? Come on, man. Rob needs to do so many things. So many things that he's yeah. not doing because he's amazing. I know. <laughs> Hey, if anyone's listening to this and you know who Narav Patel is, can you message him on Instagram and tell him that you want to hear him on the Make Your Break podcast? You have yes. to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> and that he can just tell, like, make a million courses of all the things that he does and how he does them. That'd be great. <laughs> and I'll buy all of them. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's so, in, it's amazing to think about, like, there's so much more behind. And then I think we get in our, we get in our heads too, when we're like, oh, I'm not good enough. They're, they, they're only reaching out to me in their way low budget and they don't like value me as a photographer. And I think that they just don't know. So again, educating them and bringing that, bringing it back to like, yeah, you are an expert at that. That is absolutely incredible that you're just upselling constantly. Don't worry, I'm, all, I'm all over sales. Like I love this stuff because I mean, sales to me is like the most important part of business because business doesn't survive without sales. When people say, I want to book 30 weddings a year, it's like, yeah, well, you want sales. And if the better that you are at sales, the more happier your clients are, the more that you're able to like solve so many problems and the more income you're going to make because you're no longer worried about like, is it worth it? Like you've got to be sold on your own product if you want to be selling. Absolutely. Yes, that you have to come with confidence in that. Again, like you are selling this experience that you know they're going to get. So there's no fear in that. There's no fear in like, I remember I sold um, Valentine's Day mini sessions when I first started. I'm not kidding. It was the worst setup in the whole world. It was inside this dark building. <laughs> it was nasty decor and there was $25, which is like, I just, I don't even have words. But at the time I was like, people aren't going to- from the bottom, now you're here. Yes, that is great. <laughs> Drake wrote that about me. So just that, like, I, I believe that like, oh, people probably won't want to come. So I'll make it super, like, I didn't have the confidence in myself. And then it's like, mm. it's understandable, I guess. But I think that we, 
realize that people think that they're undervaluing us instead of like, they just don't know, or they're just not like educated enough. But then I understand too, that budgets are real. So I'm like, you're telling me that this is your budget, but I actually had somebody inquire with me to shoot their wedding at my wedding venue. And which would be a dream because I loved my wedding venue. And they said that their budget was like lower than what I started at. And I was like, no, I know how much our wedding venue costs and it was not cheap. So I know that you have money invested into this wedding. And this is actually the area that you should least like lowball and educating them why that's important. So I love that education is power. Information is power and not in like a... (laughs) What do you call it? Like, well, actually, I would like to ask you something about that because we're talking about client experience and then you're talking about educating. Like one thing is, and I obviously already know the answer to this, but this, do you make your clients feel bad or feel guilty that they ask for a lower price or that they're asking for a discount? Or do you, like when you educate them, are you like patronizing or like creating that as a bad experience? Or have you flipped that and you're like actually showing, like you just have empathy and you know, like I know that no one knows what I'm worth. So of course it makes sense. Like, yeah. So is, is that a part of your client experience? I love that. Yes, it has to be because yeah, I'm not, not going to sit there and make them feel bad for like, or like, how dare you? A lot of people do. Trust me. A lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess like I could see why people would think like they give, they'd like educate them in the wrong way where they're like, totally. love finding somebody that's less, you know what I mean? Like blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And, I think, no, it is. It's about holding their hand and empathizing and meeting where they're at. I think that goes to every aspect of business and life is like really trying to meet people where they're at with like, I guess if somebody were to sell me on something, I think about it this way. And I think a lot of people that are listening should do this too. Think of like we mentioned earlier, think about client experiences that you've like been a part of and how that made you feel. If somebody were to, I were to say, this is my budget. Maybe that is my budget, but am I firm on that? I could probably be swayed if someone like persuaded me enough or like really educated me in what they're about to sell me. So I understand budgets, but then if someone were to be like, actually, let me show you this package that has all of this included in it. Think about how that would make you feel. You'd be like, whoa, I need that. Like, you're right. You're right. I need that. And like, this is where money should go. And maybe my plates and cups don't matter as much. And I should put money towards photography instead or something like that. But yeah, just being able to like understand that the budget that they put is probably a little bit flexible or they just don't know. They're, they have no clue the value of photography and what that means. They just think it's a, it's a checkbox. Again, when people are coming into our experience thinking that they just need to check a box, I need to hire a photographer, check. No, you need to like sell them the experience that you're going to give them. And I think that that is everything. Hey, so talking about the experience that you're going to give them, and this just leads on to exactly what you're saying right here. Um, I remember when I first started out my photo booth business and everyone in my area charged around $500 for a photo booth and they had the worst experience possible, like the worst. And then everyone told me that no one in Melbourne pays more for a photo booth. And then what I realized is all the great weddings didn't have photo booths because they didn't want the crappy photo booth with a bad experience. So when I brought mine out, we charged over $1,000, so doubled everyone else's price because we wanted to include an experience in there. And now what I realized was when I seen everyone's price point is they couldn't even afford to create a client experience for their clients or add more time in for their clients or, or go above and beyond because they're not getting paid for it. And so the people that love client experiences weren't getting served because they didn't want to pay for a crappy hotel in when they could go to the Ritz, if that makes sense. So a lot of the times, like, well, as photographers, we don't even think about 
the price that we pay is got to include like creating that client experience. So if you're thinking right now, like, oh, I don't get paid enough to have a client experience. Have you actually thought about like, what do you actually want? Who are you trying to attract and how can you create that experience out and charge for that experience? Yes. And I love that too, because I always want to be ahead of my clients to the point where like, they don't have to like, they feel so taken care of and like handholding, like you were saying earlier. And to me, that's like over, what do they say? It's always under promise, over deliver. And I think that that's something that I definitely do in the sense of I'm educating them every step of the way, giving them information and guidance and options before they even have to ask. And they've, I mean, gosh, just this week, I had three of my couples actually come to me and saying like, that guide that you sent me was so helpful. I added like four things to my list. I didn't even know I needed. Thank you. And every step of the way that I'm doing what I just like am passionate about doing to serve them, it has nothing to do for my gain. It's literally for them to give them this experience. They are feeling like, every penny is worth this investment. Like I got so much more than I signed this contract. I paid this retainer or fee and then they showed up at my wedding and that was it. It's like, no, there's so much in between. And again, taking each little thing as like a mini experience and like really tailoring each mini experience in the whole one is amazing. I'm really excited. It's so, so game changing. Hey, so like I think about this with all my businesses and I actually run them all exactly the same. When I had a cafe, I ran it the same. Now I've got like my business map, I run it the same. And I was actually just talking to a girl inside the business map and I interviewed her, Beth. And um, I asked her like, when you joined the business map, was it what you expected or was it different? And she literally said like, it was completely different to what I expected because I thought it was going to be the answers to a couple of questions that I had. And then I realized it's changed my bloody life because... I go above and beyond always to think about like one step ahead of all my students. Like what can I do now that's going to be able to, I'm going to be able to implement into my business, into the business map because I've tested it and I've tried it and it's relevant and all that kind of stuff. So I think like whatever business you're running, whatever projects you're running, you can think about this stuff just the same. It's like that same client experience and bringing in the business of people. I don't think about you know, my business map being the business of education. I'm like, it's the business of people. There's people inside that course. It's a community and that's what we're doing. How can I help them? How can I get people results? And I also think it's like get off your high horse and kind of like humble yourself too, that like sending an extra email, helping them answer a question. Like these are all great things that don't have to be like my time is, you know what I mean? Like going above and beyond to serve people is like, takes so little, just like they say, like smiling at somebody is really not hard. Like let's just spread some more kindness and all that stuff. And I feel like when you're, when you're serving people and giving them an experience, it is about the little things too. They go like the longest way. I'm actually spoiler alert coming out with (laughs) a new course, new course this summer. And I'm in the middle of piloting it. I'm beta testing it with an amazing small group of people. And I was messaging them, like interacting with them on Instagram when they were intrigued by the idea of joining this. And I was using, I sent them an audio message and I was using their first name and I was really trying to connect with them. And three of them came back to me and were like, the fact that you decided to like audio voice, like message me and use my name and like be so personal is like, I just didn't even think that that could be something that I could do or that like how that made me feel so amazing. And I'm like, what? Like the simplest things that go the farthest is just like really, again, people and just really meeting them where they're at and treating them like humans and serving them well. Don't ever lose that, Emily, how big you get with all your courses and stuff because it, it really goes a long way. And um, like, and people don't see how hard, like, you know, that we work 
I did a little thing not too long ago where I just sent everyone that involved in the business math, there was like 130 people. I just sent them out like a big email and it took me like three days sitting there right now and an email to each person to see what they're up to and stuff. But this is the stuff like if you're on my social media, you have no idea that I'm going like above and beyond trying to do all these things. But to me, it's like, what's the most important thing? It's connecting with the people that believe in me and you know, that like have showed up for me, then I need to show up for them. And we need to think about this in all aspects of our business. You've got a client out there right now. They love what you do. They love your art. They love your craft. And they want you to be part of their wedding. And then they're thinking, is this going to be an amazing experience? Am I going to make the right choice? Is it not? And you need to show people like, what is it going to be like working with you? And here's a good example. And you said this before as well. The way you show up on social media, the way that you write back to comments, what you say, the way that you're inclusive or exclusive, like the way that you're in Facebook groups, are you complaining about your clients or you're empowering your clients? Um, the way that you share your clients, are you just sharing just like the best off, like your dream clients or you're sharing all your clients on social media and giving everyone a platform? Are you trying to get them featured on magazines? not because of your portfolio, because how it's going to make your clients feel. Like like thinking about all these tiny little things, it creates the brand. And then when people come and they're like, man, you need to get that person. I've never worked with them, but I know the client experience is next level. Wow. Yes. It's the little things that go the longest way. And I, I love that you said that. That's amazing. Retweet. Retweet. Yeah. Let, let's, let's put that one on Instagram. Let's, let's get that one viral. Trend, trending. Yeah. Let's put a hashtag on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so to finish up, and there's been so much fire on this podcast. I love that you don't hold back and we could have a good jam. Um, tell me about you working on, like you said, you're working on a course. Tell me what you're working on. Tell me what we can get excited about. Yeah. So I am working on, believe it or not, a client experience course that is going Yay. to be launching this summer. Yes. It's going to be very in-depth and again, going outside the box of like, the entirety of client experience course, not the checking of the boxes and the things that you think are a client experience, but really tailoring it to you and like the why and um, how to connect with people better to tell better stories and make each one unique. And I'm really excited about it. It's like a very big project that I feel is, you know, daunting, but really exciting. It's something that I'm extremely passionate about. So that is what is coming. Wow. That's amazing. And if anyone wants to connect with you on Instagram or what platform and where should they find you and say hello? Oh, yes. Please come say hello. I would love to meet you guys. You can find me at emily.majors. Majors is spelled M-A-G-E-R-S, but pronounced <laughs> like Major League Baseball. People oh, never know, but that's where you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or Clubhouse or anything. And I would love to connect with all of you. Hey, and because you got so much energy and you're the extrovert and you clearly love communicating with people, can you leave me with just one thing to think about to really get me inspired to think about like client experience and um, and moving forward with that? Oh, way to put me on the spot. Yes, exactly. I think I, that was the point. <laughs> I want to leave you guys with this. Take some time to really think about what lights you up and what you're passionate about and also what kind of experiences that you've been on the receiving end of that made you just feel like, wow. Think of your muffin method. Let's put it that way. I'm going back to this. This is amazing. I love that you gave that it. example. That was amazing. Of really just like, what did you receive that you want to implement into your business? And then really think to what makes you unique in your business that you do not have put everybody out, put blinders on to everybody else's experience and how they do things or how they post that they do things and really hone into how you want to do things that are unique to you, that make you feel comfortable, that are not out of your comfort zone, but really just connect you with people and where you feel most alive. And I think it's going to thrive from there. I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much, Emily. 
Thank you so much for having me.